Amen. Blessings to you. Blessings to you. Um, this is Marvin Kelly, and we are in our Friday night feed. And I just wanted to share something real quickly with you. Um, I didn't want to really take up too much of your time, but the Lord laid something on my heart. And I just want to share a little uh, quick Bible study, if that's okay with you. And so we're going to uh, dive into uh, the word real quick. I pray that everyone is having a blessed evening and that God is um, really showing himself strong in your life uh, daily. I hope you enjoy your uh, your day, your family, uh, just everything about life. And uh, we know that God uh, is good. God is good. And even though we may face certain things that uh, that's in our lives that may seem to arise we know that god has everything in control that god uh, is sovereign god is sovereign all right let's go to ezekiel chapter 37 i'm gonna go to ezekiel chapter 37 uh, verses one through six and uh, i'm gonna read from there i'm gonna read from the nlt ezekiel 37 uh, verses one through six it says the lord took me I took hold of me and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me around among the bones that covered the uh, valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? He says, oh, sovereign Lord, this, this is what Ezekiel is saying. Oh, sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answers to that. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. Six says this, and I will put flesh and muscle on you and cover you with skin. And I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. He says, then you will know uh, that I am the Lord. When you look inside of uh, this text, when you look inside the text, uh, we see uh, that God takes Ezekiel in the spirit uh, to a valley of dry bones, of dry bones. And he begins to speak to Ezekiel and he asks a very optimistic question in the dead situation. And he says, can these dry bones live? Which is very odd for God to ask, uh, especially with the senses that we carry and what we see before us. He says, can these dry bones to Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? And when the text is talking about dry bones, it is actually referring to a lifeless situation or uh, a dead thing that seems to have no hope. Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? And, um, Ezekiel looks back at God and he says the most profound answer to the question that God asked. He says, oh, Lord, you know, 
That's amazing. He says, God, I don't see life. I don't understand what's going on. I don't even see uh, any potential of it breathing or living again. He says, God, you asked a question for a reason and only you know the answer. That's what he says. And I believe that's one of the things that um, a lot of people lack in our society or our culture right now is to believe that God knows, is to believe that God understands the answer or knows the answer and that God uh, knows what's best for us. And many times in the side of this culture that we live in today, which is uh, uh, informational society, you might as well say very intellect uh, driven society. Uh, we are living in a culture where people don't trust God's ways anymore. We are led by our wisdom and also our own understanding. But there's a scripture in the Bible from first Corinthians chapter two, verses five, that says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. In other words, it's saying that it is not what we think or feel, but it is what God knows and what God can and will do. That so many times in our society or in our own lives, um, when things are, are, are when things approach us that that does not seem promising, we feel like we have the answer and the solution uh, to work those things out. And sometimes when we put our own hands to it, uh, we actually make it worse instead of better. And there are times where God would give you wisdom on what to do and how to do things. Uh, but there are situations where those situations are uh, lifeless or hopeless. It is what you call a dead thing. And this is why I love Ezekiel's answer, because he knew the source of his help. And it was God, not himself, that had the ability and also the answer to the question that God himself gave. And Ezekiel says, he says, Lord, you know, I don't understand, but God, you know. And when you look in the text um, and, you, and you see like the picture that God is displaying, that Ezekiel is displaying inside of the book, it is a valley of dry bones, a valley of dead people, just bones everywhere. And he asked a question, can these bones live? But when Ezekiel looks and outside or in the spirit realm and looks uh, what's before him, it looks like a, a, a total hopeless uh, situation. And it's amazing how God will look at a situation that seemed to be hopeless and ask a very optimistic question. It, it, that, that, is, that is way beyond sometimes what we think, because sometimes when we're filled with so much discouragement and so much uh, um, uh, so much uh, doubt in our minds because of what we see, because of what we see or what we hear and, and, and what is, what is uh, given back to us. Sometimes it's hard for us to have faith in certain situations because it's hard to really believe something when you see something else. It's, it's, it's hard sometimes because we're in this we're in this fleshly body. And for some, somebody to tell me that something's going to work out for, on my behalf. But when I look at it, it seems 
to be something totally different as if it's not going to work out at all, that there is a dilemma before me. And then you ask me, do I believe? And I feel like the man who had the son, he says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Help me to believe something that I don't see, that that, that I have been seeing for years and years. And, 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 and my son was like this, or my daughter was like this, or my situation uh, has always been like this, or this has this has just happened in my life and this person's on the deathbed and this person is sick and and you're telling me to have faith towards something that does not seem to have a life at all it seemed like a hopeless situation that 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 is totally hopeless but i love what ezekiel says he says lord it's not about my sight it's not about what i see it's about what you see. It's about your sovereignty. It's about what you know. And Ezekiel, uh, one thing that I saw that that's a point, one thing I saw inside of uh, the scripture was Ezekiel's answer. And inside of Ezekiel's answer was the key to God's response. Inside of Ezekiel's answer was the key to God's response because when Ezekiel says, oh, Lord God, you know, Ezekiel was saying, Lord, I'm letting you know that I am relinquishing all of my abilities, all of my ways, my knowledge or my knowing towards something. And I'm allowing you to understand that I am confessing that you are sovereign, that you are all powerful and all knowing. That there are situations in your life when you when you step back and look at it and God is telling you, do you believe that I can work it out? And you look at it, you like, Lord, you're sovereign. Because according to my vision, according to my abilities, according to my, my hopes, it's not there. But Lord, you see something that I don't see. And I'm leaving it to your sovereignty. And I'm leaving it to your power. I'm leaving it to your knowledge and what you can do, not my abilities. Oh, Lord God, you know. <laughs> my God, I, I have no clue because, because what I see, I don't understand it. I, I, don't, I don't see me coming out of this situation. I don't see this person getting healed. I don't see this person getting delivered. I, I don't see things changing for me at all. When I am down at the bottom, you still see hope. And God, I, I pray that you help me to see. I, I pray that you help me to even get to the point of saying, oh, Lord, you know. Because there are some times I don't I don't even want to say, Lord, I don't even think, you know, because this is jacked up. This is a messed up situation. But God knows the solution. He knows the answer. And that is my first point that inside of Ezekiel's answer was the key to God's response, because you have to get to the point to where you have to relinquish your abilities. You have to relinquish your knowledge, your, your understanding towards everything when it is out of your control, when it is out of your control. Ezekiel said the most powerful answer 
inside of an uncertain situation, I mean, having uncertainties, he said, I, I don't even know. In other words, God, I don't even know. But Lord, I lean and depend on you. And my next uh, point is only God knows. And I just kind of covered that, that, that we don't know um, the middle. We don't know the beginning or do we know the ending? All we know that God knows. And Lord, I trust you. That Lord, when, when all I see is dry bones, when I see no life, God, I trust you. And we have to say that to ourselves. I don't care how hard it is for us sometimes. I don't care how difficult the situation may be and how much you want uh, want to have it in your hands to work it out. When everything starts falling apart, when you run out of answers, when you run out of tears, when you run out of faith, fall on God and simply fall in his, fall in his arms and said, God, you know. You have the answers to this. You know what's best for me. You're my father. I need you. I, I, I need to rest in you. Because, Lord, I, I can't do it no more. I, I can't find the answer to it. I can't even find the way to uh, actually work through this situation. But, God, you know that Ezekiel response became the door to his answer. That Ezekiel response became the door to his answer. That when Ezekiel responded and said, oh, Lord God, you know, God begins to turn things around. Here is a turnaround inside of the scripture. Because, because just because you said, oh, Lord God, you know, does not give, does not say, Lord, just go ahead and let things be. It is saying, Lord, now take over. It is saying, Lord, I believe that you can turn this around. I have faith in you that my faith was really trusting in me first, but Lord, now I have faith in you. And when Ezekiel did this, the Bible says that Ezekiel answer became the door. Watch this. If you look in, um, I think let's go back to verse um, uh, four. We can go up a little bit. Let's go to three. And then he says, it said, then he answered me. He said, son of man, can these dry bones become uh, living people again? This is the NLT. He says, oh, sovereign Lord, I reply, you alone know the answer to that. Four says, then he said to me, when Ezekiel said, oh, sovereign Lord, you alone know he is now giving in so many words glory to God saying that you're sovereign and that all things are, are in your hands and you know. It. And not only do you know, you have the power to bring things into alignment. You have the power to do what I can't do. I don't know. I don't have the ability to bring those dead, lifeless situations um, to life. You know, God. And that's what Ezekiel is saying. You're sovereign. You know. And not only do you know, you got the power to do it too. You're all powerful, all knowing, and you and you have it, Lord. <laughs> and this is what he says. He said, then he said to me, this is the Lord replies back. He says, then he said to me, 
speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. Don't listen to me. Listen to the word of the Lord. That when I place my trust and my allegiance to God and says, Lord, you know, then God opens up a door for me to prophesy. Now he empowers my word to to now speak over my situation. And we have to get to that point to where we put everything on God. We put, and my pastor always say, say this, put God in, in the hot seat. Put God in the hot seat and watch him move. Once you put God in the hot seat, then he empowers you. And that's what we need. We need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit instead of going on our own abilities, our own way, our own actions, and what we think and what we feel. We need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to move and guide us according to God's lead, according to God's knowledge, according to how God sees things, not according to how we see things. This is what he says in verse four. He says, then he said to me, then God said to me, he says, now you speak. Because at first, God didn't say, he didn't say anything about speaking to anything. He says, son of man, he says, can these dry bones live? He says, Lord, I don't know, but you know. Then God said, thank you for telling me that I know. Now you speak because now I am empowering you um, with the ability to prophesy to those dead things. And that's what we need from God even right now. He says, now you speak a prophetic message to these dry bones and say, dry bones are lifeless situation. Listen to the word of the Lord. Don't listen to Ezekiel. Don't listen to Marvin. Don't listen to anybody else, not myself, but you listen to the word of the Lord. You need to use God's word when you begin to prophesy or speak to a situation that seemed lifeless because some things won't listen to your words, but it will listen to the word of God that his word would not come back void, that he watches over his word, that it performs what it has been sent out to do. He said, now you speak it. He said, prophesy to the dry bones. He says, listen to the word of the Lord. Five says this, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Now he's speaking to those dry bones. He says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I dare you to look at your lifeless situation uh, even right now, or you know, even if you have it in your mind, whatever it is, Say this to it. Say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. Look at your dry and your lifeless situation and say, God is going to put breath into you and make you live again. Somebody said, live again. He said, then I will put flesh uh, and muscle on you and cover you with skin And I will, uh, this is what he said, I will put breath into you and you will come to life. And then you will know that I am the Lord. And so this is just a quick word that I just wanted to share with you uh, to those individuals who are faced with a lifeless situation or uh, or did thing that seemed like it has no hope, whatever, uh, whatever that is to you, whatever that is to you, you know, you understand everybody, uh, everybody's situation is different. So uh, we don't know. But one thing we do know is that God has the power and the ability uh, to bring your dead situation back to life. And right now, I just want to just encourage you. I just want to pray for you right quick. And I want you to believe that God has the ability to do 
exactly what he said he's going to do now let's pray now god we thank you we praise you for this opportunity of coming together um and to um look inside your word and see what your your word has to say concerning did did things and lifeless situations god we know that you have the word that the word is in your mouth and god that you have given us the ability as well to prophesy because of your authority because you have told us to because you have given us the, the ability and the power to do so now god i pray as we begin to speak to those lifeless situations i pray that the power of god will follow all words and touch that thing right now touch that person right now touch that situation right now and bring life back into it and let it breathe again and let it live god and then they will know and then i will know that you are the lord god almighty and that you have the ability lord to do all things but fail lord bless us encourage us god keep us lord keep us in your word even the more god let us meditate on your word day and night let us not lose faith but god let us gain more wisdom more faith and more of your word inside of our hearts and minds and i pray that you bless us that you be with us and keep us in jesus mighty name god bless you until we meet again